Hey guys, it's Scott Nordstrom here. Hey, and I'm Greg Stannard. Thanks for joining us on another week of Decent Dialogue. This week on Decent Dialogue, we have the opportunity to talk a little bit more about our podcast. I swear it's the last week we dive into that. Uh, Just some observations and why we think we're a little bit different as a podcast, what's going to set us apart, why we're even starting a podcast. From now on, it'll be more just flowing conversation. So we started off with some some questions and then we dove into an in-depth talk of entertainment and kind of what that looks like in our lives. And how we can be more glorifying in our in our in our use of entertainment going forward the first question you put in this google doc for this week is one that really made me begin thinking like asking the question i wonder why you put it there uh but the Mm. first question is is us starting a podcast cringe are you embarrassed to tell people about our podcast and I guess the first follow-up question is, are you embarrassed to tell people about our podcast? Well, the follow-up question to that follow-up question isn't a question, but rather a statement. Because I heard, this was more in the context of YouTube, mm-hmm. um, and I heard some, some creators talking about how one of the, if not the most desired thing for young kids to be nowadays when they grow up is oh i want to be a youtuber i want to make videos it's not i want to be a professional athlete it's i want to create youtube videos i want to be a content creator yeah and then they went down that path of like are you are these kids going to be embarrassed if they start a channel and they only have two people watch it or if they start streaming on twitch and it's like oh, you're just that awkward, weird kid that streams on Twitch to two people or to yeah. one person. And it's like, do you think, do people think of that as like weird and, you know, what the heck is this kid doing? Or yeah. is it like, wow, this, this guy's pretty cool. That's awesome that he's starting something. Yeah. Everybody's got to start somewhere, you know, throw back to last week if you heard mm-hmm. that one. Yeah, that was kind of the, the path I was taking because I think it is almost not, I don't even know if embarrassing is the right word to use there but it's almost if you want i think about my parents if i tell my parents oh i'm starting a podcast they're gonna say well what are you talking about and then having to explain what we're talking about can be kind of weird i don't think i'm embarrassed but i i I think in the back of my mind it is almost a little cringe when i have to try to explain somebody what i'm doing you know that's where the question came from yeah i think it depends because i feel the same way to my to my even like my parents or i think the people that are close to us i think it's harder sometimes because they know you if you told somebody that you didn't know that well like hey i did a podcast they would probably be like oh wow that's that's really cool Mm -hmm. and and they wouldn't think anything of it um yeah i have a hard time i i don't feel embarrassed about doing a podcast but i definitely like I haven't really wanted to share too much. And we talked about this last week, share too much mm-hmm. until at least this episode, because I feel mm-hmm. like by now this week, for example, we have a, a plan. We have an idea and something that we want to talk about in depth. That'll probably mm-hmm. take a good 20, 30 minutes to, to flesh out. And I hope it would be a great conversation. Right. On the other weeks when it's more just us brainstorming, it's a little bit harder for us to, it's a little bit harder for me to get behind it and feel confident about it. Somebody listening mm-hmm. to it when we aren't confident ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so I think it'll be a little bit easier going forward. I think it's always going to be hard for me with my parents or older generations that don't mm-hmm. understand 
my dad will listen to podcasts sometimes, you know, but it's just right. different generation, you know, he mm-hmm. would listen to it and he'd probably love it, you know? Um, but I just think it's, I don't know, depends on the person. And I think it's something that going forward, we just get more confident about. And I think doing yeah. it with each other helps a ton as well. It's sure. if it was just myself doing a podcast, <laughs> the insecurity would be there every single time I, yeah, I post. Yeah. No, that's definitely true. I think one of the things that just kind of clicked into my brain too is it's much different than doing YouTube because you don't go on the podcast app and see, oh, this was only listened to five times. I'm not going to listen to this. It must not be good. Whereas if you go on YouTube and see a YouTube video that nobody has watched, then why are you going to watch that? Or this 200 views has- and, and one subscriber. That's the right. Then it's, it's much different. And so I think you can almost since the metrics aren't out there for the world to see, nobody knows what your metrics are. Literally one of my favorite podcasts, they just talk about all the time how they're the number one podcast in the world. Like they're clearly not, but go prove it to somebody. You know, the average Joe isn't going to be like, oh, you're, no, you're not the number one podcast in the world. And they do it in jest and this and that. We but had 100,000 100, listens on our first one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Prove me wrong. Say I didn't. <laughs> But I think with that, though, you can have more confidence in knowing people aren't judging you based on whether or not other people like it. It's all about whether or not you actually enjoy it or don't enjoy yeah. it. And well, so I of, think that's where we can kind of get away from being embarrassed. Yeah, it. I think kind of going on lot, going further in the second question here that you wrote, um, what makes us different? I was thinking about that mm-hmm. a lot. And we, we talked about this we had lunch the other day. I think what makes us different in in something, if this is your first time listening to us, we really try to focus on the normal aspects of life. We are two Mm -hmm. guys that are Christians and that shapes our worldview and our perspective on life and Mm -hmm. everything in our life. And oftentimes the normalcy of life can be boring. And we want to, I don't know, almost like have a open up a window into what it looks like to be just like a normal dude and like a mm-hmm. normal dude who's trying to love god love others lead their families um be disciplined in areas of their life and that doesn't mm-hmm. look that sometimes it's amazing you know we might have some incredible stories about what god's doing sometimes it's gonna be right hey today i had cereal i read a book uh i sat on the couch <laughs> and that was that was my day you know like that's my every day because i think our heart both of our heartbeats are we live in a world that makes it seem like you have to have so many things like just social media, for example, like it makes it seem like your life has to be go, go, go. You have to have mm-hmm. influence. You have to have this many friends. You have to have this much reputation. And if you don't have that, your life is empty. And I felt mm. that myself. And I think mm. having the opportunity for us to share like what's going on in our life, how we're processing things. And I think from a, there's a lot of podcasts out there from pastoral leadership, which is great. You know, like mm-hmm. people need to be listening to, sermons and they need to be listening to I, one of my favorite podcasts is the bible project which is a, mm-hmm. a doctor um a doctorate he's a doctorate in i think somatic languages or something like that but incredibly smart mm-hmm. guy you know dr tim Mackey. you need to listen to those type of people but i also think it's interesting to see people working that stuff out on a, mm-hmm. on a day-to-day basis not somebody right. who's had eight years to digest it and go through school like, right you know we're not always going to be right and I, we're never going to claim to be always right. But I think right. 
what's going to be interesting is us processing this stuff together, you know? Yeah. No, I think that's definitely, you know, I, I pretty much echo <laughs> everything you just said. Um, I think the one thing I might add is just that we, we are just normal dudes living normal lives. Um, but hopefully the thing that makes us different is the thing that makes other Christians different. And you said it already, but being a follower of Christ, everything we do should pour out of that. And so whether, you know, whether or not we're talking about, uh, you know, playing video games or, you know, going to check the mail or, or whatever goofy normal thing you do day in and day out, I hope that it comes from a perspective of this is, how I'm serving Christ through whatever it is I'm doing and not, yeah. and it almost, it can be cheesy or it can be weird, but I, I almost want to try to break that stigma of talking about Jesus too much is cheesy because yeah. it shouldn't be. And as Christians, like that should be our main focus, no matter what we do. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's something too. I was thinking about this morning, for example, today was one of those mornings I woke up and did not want to have, I woke up on time. I woke up early just to not want to have a quiet time. Like mm -hmm. first thing I did was get on my phone and start reading the news. Like I was just avoiding it <laughs> and yep. it got to the point like 30 minutes in where I'm just wait intentionally wasting time. Did not want to do yeah. it. And yeah. I was like, Levi's going to wake up soon. I found myself continually bugged with the thought like, this is, this is what you need. And when I, and like I read in Joshua chapter one, where it talked about be strong and courageous, like um, take the word of God, meditate it on it day and night. Do not let it leave your side. And I began mm -hmm. to ask myself the question, like this, you know, do I have faith? I need to have faith and trust like the word of God. And by putting Jesus at the forefront of my life and making him my focus is really yeah. what's important. Even if life may suck all around me, but that's, what's going to be important. And mm -hmm. I feel like I continually come back to that realization. And I want it to be something that's Evident in this podcast is that yeah. we are always coming back to, even if our lives are going terrible at the time, that we can trust that Jesus is the, we can have, we can trust that drawing near to Jesus is the answer and trust that like, I, I don't, I don't know if that makes sense what I'm trying to say. Um, no, for sure. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to lost I think my so. own. No, I think that makes there. sense. And, and to kind of go on to the next question, as far as being consistent with this, podcast i heard a quote i forget where it was from um but it was consistency is better than intensity and i think that's so true for for my life from uh, getting into shape and losing weight to uh, becoming a runner to mm -hmm. eating healthy to reading my bible or to practicing you know writing in my journal every day it's, it's not about oh i have to write you know a thousand words a day it's like, no, maybe I just write one or two sentences a day and that yeah. can be good enough. Or I don't have to go out and run, you know, eight miles every other day. I can, if I just happen to go out and run one mile, then so be it. Yeah. And I think Being okay with that's that. what, yeah, exactly. And that's something that I think with this podcast for me, staying consistent doing this podcast is realizing, hey, you know, we might have four or five weeks in a row where we're able to get an hour of conversation in. But if we end up only getting, uh, you know, a 15 minute conversation in because life happens then so be it. Um, yeah. But just making sure you're in that consistent uh, yeah. rhythm every single week. I think with everything, like what you're talking about, 
from any type of discipline that you want to take being consistent in it. I think it takes that attitude. I think it takes also like we have a goal for ourselves. We have a goal to, you know, an hour a night, one of these nights on a weekday, we're going to talk, we're going to record and we're going to post a podcast. You know, we have Mm -hmm. that as a goal, but part of being consistent is that like, you're going to fail in our goals. We're going to, there's going to be a week. We can't record. I'm moving in like two weeks. My wife and I just are closing on a house next week, you know, and it's going to be really hard for me to record. And Mm -hmm. we may need to get creative on that. And, but also realize like, if we do miss a week, it's okay. And to Mm -hmm. just do something, you know, like something's better than nothing. And I I was thinking about that, like incorporating into this times of rest where maybe we have four weeks where we are consistent. And then one week we are off, you know, Mm -hmm. whether that means we record a, an hour and 15 minutes one night. And we take that 15 minutes and post it as a episode one week in between, mm-hmm. or we, uh, we, we have a lot of friends that we want to have on as guests and, you know, maybe interviewing one of them or having a conversation with one of them and posting mm-hmm. it as like a special episode. That's on a week that we're off, you know, just yeah. so that just to incorporate rest so we don't get burnt out. Yeah. Like rest is a very biblical thing. And I don't, I don't want to ignore that. You know, like this is, we both have full-time jobs, um, we both yep. have families and we're doing this out of our own spare time. And I don't want right. to make it, I, I don't want to get, I don't ever want to get to the point where I dread doing this, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's a definitely a good word. And I think you can, you could get there obviously, but this is more, it's, it is a creative outlet for us. And it's something we both enjoy and conversating and then, you know, putting it together and everything like that. So I definitely don't want it to ever be something we dread. So that's definitely a good word. But yeah, I think just the the mindset of staying consistent is super important. And yeah. putting this, it, if it is something we enjoy doing and we talk about doing it, and we've talked about wanting to do a podcast for, you yeah. know, not just like five on a years. whim. It's, it's not just right. a on a whim desire. It's a desire that continually comes up in our lives. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Speaking of that. So then, go ahead. Oh, I was going to transition, but if you oh, want to, whoa. I'll sit no, in the passenger seat. Take it. You take now it. We're, now we're both not driving, yelling at each other on the freeway. Oh, man. All right. Well, I'll ask it then. Okay. All right. Do, so do you feel like you can be yourself while recording this podcast? This very moment, do you feel like you can be yourself? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I really <laughs> easy, do. Easy peasy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really do feel like I can be myself while recording mm-hmm. this. I think just by nature of it and just conversing, it's like last week we had a few people listen to it and we have no idea where those listeners came from. And maybe mm-hmm. as you know, like God willing people start listening to this podcast more mm-hmm. we get, we break uh, just our wives listening to this. Maybe I'll start <laughs> to feel a little bit more like I can't be myself. Um, mm. But at least right now I don't. And I, I'm someone who's always struggled with the approval of other fighting my identity in the approval of others. Um, mm-hmm. That's not a good thing. I say that as a, a weakness of mine. For and, sure. and so I do have the fear that, you know, say for example, like this does get a lot of listeners and people email us questions or write reviews that are terrible and trashing us for being Christians and like whatever, maybe it's going to be, I I think I'm I'm just praying against the temptation to bend who I am and my desires Mm. for the will of other people, you know? Yeah. No, that's a great point. Do you feel like you could be yourself? I, 
I think to some extent, and I, the whole being yourself, quote unquote, is an interesting topic for me too, because I, I feel like everybody's a different person and within different company. I'm not the yeah. same person when I'm with just my wife as I am when I'm with the homies, as I am yeah. when I'm with my parents. Mm-hmm. And when you're with all these different groups of people, you become a different person. For sure. My wife um, thinks I'm the weirdest person in the world because <laughs> I do some pretty weird stuff. Yeah. And I probably yeah. would not do it in conversation. No, for sure. I literally, podcast. on side note, just real quick side note about being weird. Um, I've, I've thought to myself, there's no way other married couples are as weird as my wife and I. And I'm not, there's no specific examples, but, and there's nothing weird or anything other than just weirdness. Here's the thing. I think people in general, that's a, that's a word. I think people are in general very weird with each other. I just like people themselves are weird. Like when you're alone <laughs> and you're and you're with someone you love and can trust to be your full self. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna seem pretty freaking weird to other people. Like yeah. Natalie had you don't know how many videos Natalie has has of me dancing around the, the house singing Abba at the top of my lungs. Because <laughs> I know she thinks it's hilarious. Yeah. Um would I That's ever great. do that? hanging out with my homies no (laughs) i'm expecting that next time but no i think to to bring it back in do i feel like i can be myself on this podcast i would say for the most part yes but i want to make sure i'm putting forth and this is one of those super cheesy things but i want to make sure i'm putting forward my most authentic self Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know as goofy and cheeseball as that is i don't want to be somebody i'm not and i want to make sure i'm not fake yeah. Uh, just to try to, like you were saying, please other people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, mean, I, think I think it people long for that too. Yeah. And I think it's much easier. I'm realizing I'm just sitting in my office at my crib right now. Nobody's looking at me. Nobody's watching me. Nobody's listening to me. So if this ends up being heard by, you know, hundreds of thousands of people or whatever, great, you know, awesome. I don't know what that means and what that feels like, but hopefully I can continue to be myself because it's just me in my office. Yeah. I'll, I'll never show you the numbers. <laughs> I'll continue to make you think that Perfect. we're just, we're not even recording. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, let me just remove that record sign. We're just hanging situation. out. Yeah. Hanging out with Greg and Scott. Let's take a moment and kind of shift gears. I think something that in these episodes, as we're kind of nailing down that we've talked about the past two weeks is sometimes there's going to be more kind of like last week, we, we, we both wrote notes that was not very serious. We were mm-hmm. kind of all over the place. Um, yep. There's going to be weeks like that, but there's also going to be weeks where one of us has something that we want to talk about, a main discussion idea. And mm-hmm. last week, after we were done recording, we continue to talk and have this conversation about uh, about entertainment, specifically what it means for a Christian to enjoy entertainment of how much entertainment's okay, what type of shows and type of movies or music is okay to listen to as a Christian. And like, mm-hmm. it's been something that for I feel like we're going to have good conversation on because I feel like we are at two different places on it. 
but really want to spend the rest of rest of our time today kind of diving into and it could be a five minute conversation or it could last for the, the rest of our time. I'm not sure, <laughs> but I mean, going to tell you you're wrong. I'm right. Conversation. For, I'm, I am right. And you're wrong. So oh, but man. sounds I, like I'll, we're going to debate. I'll start out and kind of lay out why I want to talk about this for me. I feel like there's been very specific ways that in my life, the, the enemy has used to in different ways and means to distract me from my goal and my focus um, in Colossians, like I'll throw the new Testament, but in Colossians, there's a verse in chapter three, it says, set your mind on the things of Christ. Like if you read the new Testament, one of the calls of a Christian is to set their mind on Christ. And, and for me, like one of the ways that the enemy tries to get me to not do that and to be like to fall into like what we would call temptation, like temptation to not follow what God has set for our lives, but to follow our own, lust interest and to basically like do what we want to do and not what god wants to do one of the ways that the enemy like and when i say enemy too i'm trying to avoid like i really want to avoid churchy language on this podcast and not just assume Mm -hmm. that people know what we're talking about right for sure like me saying enemy is probably the strangest thing somebody's heard but like we we believe that that god has created us in his image that he has redeemed us um that he's he saved us that like He's given us life and true meaning through Jesus Christ and like our, and there's also, but there's also the devil, like Satan. It's, it's not this like Hollywood, Hollywood version of red horns and pitchfork that's out, <laughs> out to get you. But there's a, there is mm-hmm. a true enemy in this world who mm. wants to be God himself and is trying to deceive people and to trick people into not following the true God, but following himself and, and giving into their own interests. Um, mm-hmm. Like Adam and Eve, when the enemy, the snake in that story, if you've ever you know, read Genesis chapter uh, three, the enemy deceives Eve by saying, did God really say that? Why don't you do what you think is right? Like God's trying to hold out on you. He's not looking out for you and, and basically deceives Eve into defining what good and evil is on herself, like defining her own morals, deciding to take into her own hands, like what she thinks is right and wrong. And ever since Genesis three, humankind has been in this struggle to either follow God and what he has in place for our lives or to basically take in our own hands and, and do the heck, do what we want to do, you know? And, mm-hmm. but one of the ways, and that continues today and all of us and all of us are tempted and, and, and drawn away in different areas. Like for me, probably the biggest area in my life, like the enemy has, has tried to draw me away is through lust. Um, and like this feeling of let's say after intimacy with, with it, 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 it comes out in very unhealthy ways of, of mm-hmm. lust, but also just the lust in general of like wanting intimacy when community of wanting mm. friends and wanting to, to know that I have real relationships. And then when I don't have that, make it feel like I have to do things on my own or I have to seek it out in unhealthy ways. And mm-hmm. The second way I would say I feel like is through entertainment. Entertainment itself can be a very good thing. But for me, I feel like it's one thing that is like I don't have any self-control over and can, can lead to some destructive habits. You know, I mean, there's a lot of things I, I don't mean to I don't mean to just be dogmatic right now and, and keep talking. But there's like I feel like there's a lot of things that can be good in nature, but that mm-hmm. can be bad. If and like if you're not exercising them in moderation or have a healthy view of them, like right. for me, like alcohol has never been something that I've struggled with or been tempted with to want to abuse or want to um, to use to like to control my emotions. Like it's never been something. Mm-hmm. But I know for some people they can't even they can't even be around it because it's so destructive right. 
you know? And so like for entertainment, it's just one of those things that for me has never been something I've been able to have easily control over. It makes mm-hmm. me like, I get really obsessive over it. And so mm-hmm. um, I know you're kind of different. I'll open it back up to you. And, and so I think that's why it's going to lead to some good conversation between us on, on what the relationship between Christians and entertainment in our context today is, you know? Yeah. I mean, first and foremost, it's important to understand that we can't just say something because we're a Christian, I I can't do this. Or because I'm a Christian, I don't watch rated R movies. Or because I'm a Christian, I don't drink. Or because I'm a Christian, I don't do this. When it, when it gets to be that, then you're just following rules and regulations. And that's not what the Christian life is about. The Christian life is about following God and glorifying him. And so the question we always have to ask is, is what I'm doing at this current moment glorifying God? Am I doing these things to the best of my ability to glorify God? Or by me doing this, does it help me to glorify God in my life as a whole? Because maybe... You might think sitting down and watching a movie for, you know, two and a half, three hours, how is that glorifying to God? Well, what is your mindset when you're watching it? Are you spending time with your loved ones? Are you appreciating the artistic form of that movie? Mm -hmm. Are you watching it to and realizing, wow, this is awesome that God created this and like created me to be able to appreciate everything that I'm intaking right now? Yeah. Or are you just watching it to veg out and not think about life? Because those are two completely different yeah. mindsets. What are you using it for? Right. And so for me, uh, one of the things you said is, is being obsessive over, over it. I don't think there's, there's never, you, never is a strong word, but I can't remember the last time for a, a TV show in particular where I sat down and binged, you know, four or five, six episodes without getting up. That's just yeah. not my personality. I but can name thing, probably three series in the past month or two I have. <laughs> the thing that I struggle with the most as far as entertainment goes, I would say is is YouTube. And I'll go on YouTube and browse these certain things of, oh, uh, look at these sweet cars or I'll mm-hmm. watch tech reviews or I'll watch shoe reviews and think, man, I need those shoes. I need, I need the new iPhone because look how great it is. And that's my biggest struggle with entertainment is, is watching something and then wanting and desiring material things. Like I'm a Mm -hmm. very materialistic person uh, I've come to realize. And so when I think about entertainment, I think about, am I watching this to, uh, to rest and to recharge and and be with people I'm around or am I watching this in order to, to feel like I need something or is this, is this a form of entertainment telling me that I'm not enough because look at the, look at how great this person's apartment is. Look at how great this person's body is, you know, so on and so forth. It's, that's the biggest thing for me, but yeah, yeah. I think one of the ways that I've, I want to get your thoughts on one of the ways that I've justified and what why like entertainment like it's not like i'm watching crazy stuff like i i personally mm-hmm. like i can't i mentioned it in our, our very first episode like i can't watch something like new girl because they have a ton of sexual mm-hmm. references in it and i don't want to put myself right. in a position like i'm not going to watch half the stuff on, on netflix is all tvma and i i just like it, i can see an interesting show or trailer like well crap well yeah, yeah. i don't even yeah. want to not even gonna try 
Um, yeah. It's not like I'm watching terrible stuff, but it's like my mm-hmm. my mind gets my mind gets kind of drawn in. For example, if I watch the Star Wars movies or Lord of the Rings movies, I could get really obsessed about the lore of the movies and be really interested mm. in it and want to know the background history and all that and spend all this time doing it. Or right. I was watching a it was a Kevin James show um called <laughs> The Crew. I think I I, I might have mentioned um it's not like Kevin James is, he's pretty funny, but it's not like it was a great show, but I just yeah. found myself wanting to watch episode after episode. And <laughs> I, and so it's always been, it's tough for me because I think in our culture today that normalizes entertainment, I think mm-hmm. one, it's hard for me to make the willing decision to do something else, like to read mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. Like I have a wife and a son. My time is spent, but like I don't have much free time. Yeah. Um, but lately my wife has had a pretty busy season at work. And so at night I find myself with hours to kill. And, you know, for me, mm-hmm. sometimes it's like, well, I have nothing else to do and mm-hmm. I probably should just go to bed or maybe read and go to bed, but I, I, mm-hmm. I don't want to go to sleep yet. Like, and I've, I got up at, you know, five thirty or six, I did my quiet time. I've worked all day. It's not like I've been lazy, you know? And mm-hmm. um, it, it's just like, it, it's just interesting. Like I, I think in our culture today, a lot of people have a lot more free time than normal, but I also see a lot Mm. of people who, a lot of people who, you know, like you ask in conversation, like, where are you from? Like, what's your job? And then I think a common question now is, is there anything you've been watching or any TV that Mm -hmm. you've been watching? Because I think it's something that a lot of people just do now out of habit. And I, and I always struggle to know if it's actually healthy or not. Um, Because like, it's such a struggle within me because you hear verses like, first Corinthians 10 mm-hmm. there's 31. It says, whatever you do, eat or drink, whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Mm-hmm. Um, you have verses like in first Peter, like be holy as I am holy. Um, mm-hmm. And these, all these verses about setting yourself apart from the world as a Christian so that mm-hmm. living a different life would give a testimony that like we live by a different standard. We live, we live according to a different way of life. And for sure, it's an attractive way. And I don't, I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to fall into what the world is doing, but I also have to understand too, like I, th- I like by doing all things to the glory of God, doesn't mean that I'm just going to be on my hands and knees praying and reading yeah. the Bible for 24 hours a day. That, right. That's just impractical. You have to live life. And, and so, I think, I think there is some like very hard and fast things uh, that I, I won't watch uh, like nudity and, if it's, if it's gra- like sexual graphic, whatever, I'm not going to yeah. watch that. And a perfect example of that, you know, as far as setting yourself apart, I, uh, I used to teach a Sunday school class of 10th grade guys, or maybe it was, yeah, I think it was 10th grade guys at the time. And a new show came out on Netflix and I started watching it. I mistakenly didn't look up anything beforehand. I started watching it and then probably not even five minutes in, there's just a scene with a bunch of naked people everywhere. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, well, not watching this show. And I used that example in my Sunday school class of where, hey, you know, if you go start going down this path and then you realize you shouldn't be doing it, just cut it off, move on. No harm, no foul. Like, yeah, you probably shouldn't. Have, you obviously shouldn't have seen that. Yeah. But you can you can cut it off and stop watching it. And there's multiple students in my class that were that were like, oh, we didn't stop watching it. We kept watching it. And I'm thinking, you know, if I had kept watching that, who that would have been terrible for me. And yeah. you have to know your you have there has to be some hard and fast rules that you won't do 
but I think there's a lot more leeway. And I think one of the things too, you have to do is give yourself grace. Um, the other night I watched, I was up for probably three hours past my bedtime watching YouTube. Just, Oh, look at this recommended video. Look at that recommended video. Cat videos. Yeah, for sure. All cat videos. And, you know, I ended up getting like five or four or five hours of sleep that night, feeling Mm -hmm. like crud the next day. And that's just not healthy, but I can't just beat myself up about that and think, wow, I'm a waste of life. What a piece of crap I am. Blah, blah, blah. No, like I, I made a mistake just move on. And when it comes to entertainment, we can get sucked in so quickly that you can get lost and not even realize how lost you are in that entertainment. And I think that's one of the things, you know, if I had decided, oh, I'm going to go to bed, I'm going to read my Bible for 20 minutes in bed before I fall asleep, that would have obviously been much more healthy. Mm -hmm. And I know that, but you can't beat yourself up when you mess up. And I think that's obviously a broader you know, thing to realize, but especially yeah. with entertainment, you're going to mess up here and there, but and you have like, to give yourself grace. Yeah. And it, I always struggle back and forth because it's one of those topics I feel like is very easy to, it's very easy to go down a path of legalism, but it's also at the same time, almost easy to justify a path of being like, well, I mean, all we could do it. It's fine. It's no big deal. I, I get, like it's easy to justify. It's easy. It's easy to, easy to go down the legalistic path in my mind. It's easy yeah. for me to say, I mean, because Christ does call us to a high standard of living for sure. You know, and He does call us to make those choices. And and obviously, for me, I probably have more conviction about it because it's been something that I've struggled with, and it's led me down paths of where you know, like WandaVision, for example, that new MCU show that came out. There was no multiple spoilers. warnings. Uh, multiple mornings when I would get up to have a quiet time and I get up like, you know, five or five thirty, And then I would have my quiet time, but I'd find myself rushing to finish my mm-hmm. quiet time. So I could watch the show in the morning <laughs> at like 6am before I started work. Cause I was that eager to watch it, but it affected yeah. the way my mind was so focused on that. I got nothing out of my quiet time. Mm. It was more lip service than anything to get what to, mm. what I really wanted to do. And it's more of a priority issue for me because I end up prioritizing that more than God. And so for me, I I love what Paul says in in Philippians three, like Paul talks about this. Paul talks about where as Christians, we are called to, to be like Christ. We are called Mm -hmm. to like knowing we're never going to get there, but we are called to strive to look more and more like Jesus and everything that Mm -hmm. we do. That's to be without sin, to be in a place where we fully trust God and what he says we fully rely on him, have faith in him that by following him is going to lead to a better way of life that we're not going to try to decide good and evil on our own, but we're going to decide on him and his wisdom Mm -hmm. to decide what's good in our life. And uh, Paul talks about this goal of being like Jesus in chapter three. And he says, not that I've only, not that I've already obtained it or that I'm already perfect, meaning like that I've already gotten there. Like I'm not Jesus, but Mm -hmm. I press on to make it my own uh, because Christ Jesus made me his own. Brothers, I do not consider myself to have like a to own it or anything. But the one thing I do is to forget what lies behind and to strain forward to what lies behead, ahead. I press on to the goal of the upward call of Christ Jesus. Like he talks about this, this struggle of like, I'm pressing on to this goal. I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I'm going to mess up. I keep messing up. But the one thing I'm going to do is forgetting what lies behind and pressing on what lies ahead. 
It's yeah. It's not sitting in and justifying. Oh well, I really love Game of Thrones, so I'm going to keep watching it. Like, <laughs> like it's pressing on to a higher goal. It's right. It's always having in front of you, like uh, trying to draw more to Jesus. Um, mm-hmm. But understanding that when you do mess up, you can press on. And I love what he says in verse 15. Let all of us who are mature think this way. Um, basically, saying, as a mature believer thinks this way. And if you if you think otherwise, like if you don't agree with this, God's going to reveal that to you also. Like if you if you're not at this place of maturity yet, like God will reveal it to you, you know, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I just love how he puts it in that. No, I think, I think that's a, that's an interesting point too, though, you know, becoming better and better. Uh, I think as you become a, a more mature Christian and your walk with God matures, things will look different to you than they did uh, early on in your walk with God. I, I think a perfect example of that is, is when I first really started giving my life to Christ, like the music, uh, are starting to follow Christ and really follow what he would have me uh, do rather than what I would want to do mm-hmm. is the music that I was listening to uh, was just absolutely terrible, terrible music. Uh, and that's what I filled my mind with constantly. Yeah. And now, you know, if I hear those same things that I listened to, you know, 10, 12 years ago, I think how in the world did I let this into my mind? Yeah. Uh, and that, I think that's what we have to realize too, is we will become more and more mature Christians. And on the flip side of that, though, is you can't justify things and say, I can listen to this. I can watch this because I'm mature. Yeah. Rather, I know better than to watch this. I know better than to look at this. I know yeah. I don't, I shouldn't go look at this website. I know that if I go to this certain website, this thing is going to trigger something else. And, you know, you go down that path. And as you become a more mature Christian, you realize what your triggers are and what you should and shouldn't do. Yeah. What are some questions that you would, you would say you should ask yourself before taking in any type of entertainment? Hmm. That's a really good question. For me, one of the big questions or one of the things I think about, and I probably don't do a good enough job of actually doing it and following through, but is if I'm watching this, if I were to watch this with my parents, would I be embarrassed by it? If I am, uh, if, if I know I'm going to watch this with my mother-in-law, am I going to try to fast forward through certain scenes mm-hmm. or something of, of that nature? I think that you with, know? Poke- with Pokemon, when I try to watch Pokemon and... <laughs> I'm embarrassed for other reasons, but. And, that, and another one too, you kind of hinted at it, but if I'm willing to sit down and, you know, watch an hour worth of YouTube, how much time did I spend with God that day? Yeah. How much scripture did I read? Yeah. How much, how much did I pray? How much have I been in prayer? And if I spent five minutes reading, you know, a couple lines of scripture and then I spent an hour watching YouTube. Yeah that's not necessarily healthy. <laughs> yeah. And, and I don't want to guilt trip people because I think like guilting somebody into stuff is not the worst way. And like, I always people, when pastors would always kind of give that argument, like you only spent, you know, five minutes on it, on your Bible, but you spent two hours on Instagram or like trying to use those things as a guilt trip to get people hmm. to get born the Bible. I don't necessarily like how that comes across. Cause I don't think we should be guilting people into wanting to follow Jesus and, and to, to make well, I don't think it's but, guilt, but do you think it's more real, oh, like prioritizing? Yeah, I was gonna say, like, I just think in reality, though, we do give we to the things that are important to us. We we do give time to, yeah. you know. I 
want to have a date night with my wife because I prioritize my time and relationship with her. I oftentimes prioritize other things other than God because mm-hmm. I struggle with this idea of, well, you know, is that, is it really going to be what's best for me? You know, and is it really going to be, it, it can be kind of boring reading through Deuteronomy on my, on my Bible in a year plan. And just honestly, you know, is it, you know, it, it's, it's more entertaining to want to watch a YouTube video than to read about mm-hmm. Old Testament law, you know, and it's just being sure. real sometimes. And I think it's just always a, it's just a question we should always be asking ourselves. Like if you call yourself a Christian, like, am I, am I letting the things of Jesus become forefront in my life and prioritizing them and mm-hmm. recognizing it's not always going to be easy to do so. Like it takes time. I, I once yeah. heard a, I once heard a, a pastor I had in high school gave this illustration once about how his wife is a big fan of tomatoes and would always put tomatoes on stuff and he hated it. <laughs> but after time and just having tomatoes and like hamburgers and all this different stuff, he slowly began over time to actually grow for the taste of it and like it to the <laughs> point where he likes tomatoes. Like, I know it's a tough example, but <laughs> the word, like, like the it word of God though. and the, and the, taking the discipline begins to like, it's not always enjoyable, but over time and over discipline of making that a priority, like it does become what's life giving to the point where mm. to the point where I cannot enjoy extended entertainment without feeling that I'm missing out on something better. Mm. You know, I think if you're at the place where you can, if you're a Christian, you can binge entertainment for hours, one hours and not feel bad about it at all. and be like, what's whatever, no big deal. Like, I feel like that's more concerning, but I just think it's good. Like, for a Christian to have, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm digging a hole for myself and am not prepared for what I'm about to say. And it's just going to come up all wrong. So I'm going to, I'm going to No, stop. I think, I think the heart of it though, is just that you have to be so careful of what you're filling your mind with. Yeah. And if you're choosing to fill your mind with things that are not uplifting and not of God, then what do you expect to come out of your mind? I think for me, I, I pretty much wake up, look at the news app, read the headlines and think, wow, well, today's the day the world's going to heck. Like t- it's it. And then that's every single morning, you yeah. know, you, you wake, if that's the first thing you go to, then the rest of your day is going to be shot. And I think I've, I watch the news or read news, the news way too much. I'll try to figure out what's going on in politics. I'll, uh, you know, I'll go on Facebook and read what people are talking about. I'll watch all these different shows and then I'll have like crazy anxiety. I'll be freaking out about something or I'll, you know, be super depressed about something. And then I look back over my week and think, well, what did I fill my mind with this week? Oh, I watched 15 hours of YouTube and uh, you know, stayed up super late playing Call of Duty every night. And yeah. I read my Bible for five minutes and I don't think I prayed once. Well, okay. Yeah. You're going to be a mess. <laughs> yeah. You're going to where... be anxious and stressed and all exactly. the and, and that's what God calls us to, you know, in Matthew, it says, come to me all who are weary and heavy laden and I will give you rest. Does does the latest Netflix show promise to give you rest when you watch it? No, it's about God rest. does. The latest Netflix show is about rest though. <laughs> that's what's, that's what's tough. 
Is there really a Netflix show no, about no, wrestling? I, I was going to say, but, that'd be hilarious. There probably But is. I think I, that's what it boils down to for me for entertainment is I know I'm, I know I'm prone to be stressed. I know I'm prone to freak out about stuff. Mm-hmm. And I go to entertainment to distract me rather yep. than going to Christ to be filled up. Yeah. John Mark Comer, pastor at Bridgetown Church, um, in a sermon, I think we both listened to, he was talking about how as a culture, we are so, we get into the cycle of work, 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 work. And then we're so tired at the end of the day that we don't want to address all the problems or anxiety or stress that we have. We don't mm. want to have to deal with it. So we just tune out and yep. either scroll on Instagram or watch Netflix or some indulge some sort of entertainment to distract ourselves yep. into a place of numbness. And yep. we never deal with it because then yep. we get up the next day, we work all day and then we do the same cycle. <laughs> and if you're yeah. not actively taking time to address some of those things and bring them before the Lord and let him heal you, then you're going to just, you're going to run yourself into a, uh, just a, a place of hitting rock bottom before you actually do yep. something about it. And I mean, sure. I, I've been there, I've been there many, many times. So <laughs> it's coming from a place of uh, experience than it is one of, just trying to warn people, you know? Yeah. No. And I mean, just to kind of maybe wrap the conversation up is just to reiterate what we've already uh, this said. Was, this was, our, is, this is our one of four. Oh, perfect. Yeah. But um, I think it just goes back to don't, don't make it so much. Oh, this is rated R. I mm-hmm. can't watch this or, Oh, this, you know, I can't listen to this because of this or it's while there should be some hard and fast rules, I think, don't yeah. make it about being legalistic. Make it more about your what's walk your with heart. God and I think like yeah. what's your heart behind it too. You know, why right. am I why am I choosing to do this right now? Is it because I've had a long day and I want to hang out with my wife and relax and, and laugh? It's like like my wife and I watched Cheaper by the Dozen the other night because it was mm-hmm. just like something we both enjoy. We love. We hadn't had a chance to hang out and we knew it was yeah. be something we could relax, but also laugh with. You know, cheer us up, but. You know, it's like for me, I have to ask myself, am I in the same way? Like, am I like when Natalie is um, when she's in these busy seasons, like she is with her job, you know, like for me, mm-hmm. I have all this free time at night. Am I going to. Um, sorry, she just texted me, actually. Needing some stuff. <laughs> but am I am I watching TV or am I playing Xbox to just waste time? Like, uh, like, what's my heart behind it? Is it to like I, I one of the things I like about Xbox and, and playing Call of Duty is like is the community and it sounds weird, you know, but <laughs> there is somewhat a, com- a community, especially during this time of COVID. Like I live far away from the people I used to know and hang out with all the time. And it's an opportunity to talk to people, hang out and can be something that in a, in a weird way is kind of edifying. And, you know, there could be probably mm-hmm. better ways to have community. I should just tell, I should just ask people to jump on zoom calls like I'm doing now, <laughs> a better intentional yeah. conversation, you know, and even stuff like that, you know, just, I think it's just always asking yourself and ne- never being okay with where you're, you're at giving yourself mm-hmm. grace, but always, always making sure that you're asking the questions of why am I doing what I'm doing and what does it mm. say about my priorities and where my heart's at, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. Um, yeah, that's definitely a good word. Everything good. Yeah. She's a, uh, she's on her way. So I got to go get some stuff ready for a second. But this, this is being a dad, uh, being a parent. So I have to get, this is a text. My wife and I went and uh, my, not my wife and I, I'm right here. My wife took uh, my son to visit some family and have dinner tonight. 
Uh, I just get the text on our way. Need some things from you. A bottle. Get the room ready. PJs. Get some. Uh, get some OJ. Uh, it's just like a you know typical dad. Oh, we can wrap it up. Typical parent stuff. Yeah, uh, let's do that. Just because I don't want to. Yeah. This is my yeah. lesson. This is the this is the lesson for tonight. If you've made it this far, is prioritize your family. Cut everybody yeah. else off for them. Hey, thanks, man. Uh, enjoyed the conversation this week. Can't wait to chat again next week. All right, bro. Have All fun right. with your wife and kid. 